0: Trips that you plan for the next whole week. Bands too long for to a nigga so cheap, and your flex so deep, you sex so deep. You got it, girl. You got it. Ooh.
1: I it was wrong,
0: really? Oh no, I forgot my notes. Whatever, I'll just remember. Um. Oh wow, that's not good. I went without notes until now. I finally did notes this week. Congratulations. That expands a lot. (laughs) That was hateful, Dale. Shit, that was hard. That that hurt. That hurt my soul. I apologize. hello everyone and welcome back to the 16 millimeter film crew podcast this is cindy here this is jermaine aka the uptown cheeser and i'm dale and we are the film crew basically so you can you can listen to us on itunes google music spotify and i guess on youtube soon yeah yeah very soon um but those links are at 16mm Film Crew. And you can follow us on Twitter at 16mm Crew Podcast and on Instagram at 16mm crew. Sorry. So we are still doing our ad Astra poster giveaway. You got it right this time. I know, I'm so proud of myself. Um, so you can follow us on Instagram or Twitter and comment on our latest post and tell us what your favorite Brad Pitt film is. To win the poster, so... Django Unchained. Please <laughs> comment, because we're really excited about giving this poster away to you guys, and we really want to know what your favorite movie is from. But, so, the first thing we're talking about is Stranger Things 4. They released their new trailer, not their show trailer, but the trailer announcing that they're actually doing season 4. Their teaser. Yeah, the teaser trailer. Yeah. Hey, guys, we're coming. I almost screamed when I saw it. I was so excited. I mean, when I told you about it, you were kind of like, hey, yeah, I know already. And I was like. Yeah, because I already,
1: yeah. I already I
0: had time to process. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. To be honest, I'm kind of shocked that you guys were excited about this. I thought you were getting a little bit tired of Stranger Things. Saying so it's the same thing over and over and over again. I'm not. I'm not tired of it. I'm not. I think a lot of people were saying that. And I bet you they did the exact same thing that I did <laughs> when I saw that teaser trailer. I was like, yay! Mostly because like I want to know what they're going to do now. It feels like well, from what I've been hearing or reading is that they do have a plan. Like The Duffer Brothers have a plan of how they want to end it.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: that makes me feel better. Because I feel like, okay, well, it's not just like, a, oh, people like this so let's keep going. It's like, a, oh, we actually know what we're trying to do here. Let us just kind of duel it out so yeah apparently their original ending um had to do it was kind of like a rip off it Mm -hmm. like it was set in the 90s and the kids they leave Um, By the time the city was Montauk before they changed it to um hawkins they would leave and they come back to destroy the monster Mm -hmm. you know so -hmm. very very on the nose to their um their inspirations like it um, mm-hmm. and all those 80s classic movies so yeah I think what I would like to see from this season is maybe a little bit of a time change they've been pretty good with the last few seasons of showing how the years are progressing mm-hmm. but we're going into the late 80s switching over into the how the 90s bleed over a little bit I want to see how they can tackle that I don't think they're going to go full blown '90s cause that's not possible. The kids are still, yeah. You know they're they it's taking place in '86, so that's yeah. mid '80s, yeah, not late '80s. Yeah, they can't so you know jump we're, that we're far moving so. over the hump though. I don't know. Oh, well, we'll see because those kids are still growing, so they might be tall enough. They're going to be right. so tall <laughs> when we cut back to season four. Um, apparently, the voice is going to be cracking. Hey, apparently cracking. they started shooting already though. It was reported back in July in production weekly that they were shooting here around Atlanta. I'm waiting for the set photos before yeah. I say anything. Yeah. I'm going based on what Production Weekly says. Yeah. And so that ha- given that information, it has an estimated release date of October twenty twenty. So that's cool. Yeah. So yeah. I know there was a year here. that they stretched it. Like it wasn't it wasn't every year, it was like maybe two years in between the uh, the first season, I don't know if that's true, but yeah, it felt like a long time before the second one came out. Um, I think. What
1: I you think. Yeah, you can go. Okay. Okay.
0: okay. I wasn't saying anything of importance. Oh, okay. Sorry <laughs> <laughs> I'm to get you off. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I'm really excited about it. Um, I just want them to do something different with Eleven, because she's the character who really stays the same, or her storyline is boring. Like, season two, her storyline was so boring. I mean, the focus wasn't on her, it was on the outcome of their actions as a collective group, And more focus on the Russians, as well. And True. then there was a whole episode dedicated to her storyline. That's what I'm saying. I hope she got a, Did she get an episode of the end with her? She did. She did. But I felt like the focus was to show that there are more than her out there. And it was terrible. She's eleven. Oh yeah, the whole thing mm-hmm. with her—that was season two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking season three. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Season so, three was good. Season three is good. Who knows? We may find number ten or number one or number. That's what I saw. They were like, we're expanding. Maybe not in location, but in like. Effects and stuff. I don't know what they're gonna do exactly for season four, and I don't even know if season four is our last season. I'm not sure. I hope it is because I feel like I don't know how much else you can say about this the, in this world. You can't keep going. Anymore. So I think four is good. I good. thought three was good. Yeah, four is a good. If you're gonna do four, but four is fine. Yeah, mm. <laughs> four will cap four. You never know. This might be the end because the Dufford Brothers did sign a deal for nine figures. Yeah, for other project as well as there. yeah. So yeah, okay. they'll probably do something else, but not the same characters in the same world. Hopefully, it's something different. But I like their stuff. I hope they keep going, but it's not time. with as long as they particular. don't kill off this show like how they did Game of Thrones. I'll be happy. Yeah. Well, Game of Thrones had its own issues. <laughs> yeah. The creators got lazy. So we like, won't talk about whatever. that. So like everyone's talked about that. today. Yeah. Yeah. But. Their contract is a multi year T V and film deal worth nine figures. So make right money. Yep. Okay, I guess I'll signal to the next <laughs> story. <laughs> um the Birds of Prairie. <coughs> okay. Ooh, okay. Birds of prey, you were saying. The Birds of Prairie, <laughs> um, I think it is like the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Clinton. I think that's the that's entire the full, that's yeah. the full title. Their trailer just dropped in the, the release day of it. Of when it's coming out. It's coming out in February. Yeah. Um that trailer just dropped. I thought it was fine. But it gave me major suicide squad flashbacks in terms of having really good trailers and then you and then the movie was garbage. So I don't know. Well, I think the Suicide Squad thing is a, a knee jerk reaction to go, hey, let's redo this movie quick, and they mess it up. Whereas, I don't think I've really heard of major reshoots for this movie like Suicide Squad no. I I did. My only issue with the trailer is I understand that Harley Quinn is the central figure, you know, but there's too much Harley Quinn. <laughs> I'm there with you. I kind of felt that too. So, yeah. I think both of you guys hit it right on the nail, the nail on the head. Mm-hmm. Because I was getting the Suicide Squad feelings from it. And then I was also thinking, you can't really just make this all about Harley Quinn if it's Birds of Parade. Yeah. You know? Which they're not going to, but for the first show and not to give some insights so of the characters, it's kind of. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But seeing it her looks with good. the mallet, It looks though, fun. The mallet and the hyenas. That's yeah. That gave me a little bit of hope. Like the action sequences was really cool. So I mean, will I go see this? Like, will I go pay for it? You,
1: you will. will.
0: I maybe. I guess I'll have to for this. You, will. you <laughs> will. will. But um, like if it was just on my own, I don't think I would. I think I would just wait until it came out on something. But yeah. I don't know. I'm not a fan of Margot Robbie's accent for this character. I don't know what she sounds like in the comic. But I don't know if that even matters. I think it might just be her own interpretation. I think she's trying to pull off of. I got revised from an animated show when I heard her voice. So I think she's trying to pull a lot more from that than she did in um, Suicide Squad. Oh, okay. So. Because I know if you watch The Wolf of Wall Street, she has like the same accent. Where is she from? But it makes sense in The Wolf of Wall Street. I don't know if it makes sense in this. But I'm not sure. I don't know. Don't say me. She's from Australia. She's from. Come to Bobby. What is that? Dalby. Da- okay, yeah. yeah. She's from the Gold Coast, which is where a lot of the Australian. She's 29. She's oh, aging
1: what?
0: good, baby. She's good. What in my life? There's a girl younger <laughs> than her who looks way worse. Well, I'll, I'll just okay. say that. <laughs> for, for, for white people, that's She's
1: the case. She's 1890, okay? So she-
0: For white people, for white people, it's no, a good twenty nine. It's a good twenty nine. I mean, hey, they let's be real, they don't hate. HBO they know that. Though. They know that. Yeah. So yeah. they don't. It's not that. a secret. Like anyway, I am shocked. What? I read the plot of it of what they supposed to be the, about, and they're like saving some other girl.
1: Yeah, I didn't
0: know until the trailer gonna be okay, the person there the little Asian girl in the movie is supposed to be Cassandra Kane. if read really the comics can't, Cassandra Kane is supposed to be one of the Batgirls, girls, I guess, and apparently she's Dante Bosco's niece, Dante the dude from Hook and um avatar last I so okay okay also. We'll see as things progress how we feel about it. Maybe things I don't know. Hopefully, if they release yeah. another trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Michael Bay released his movie Six Underground. Well, the trailer for it. With mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds. A lot of people are actually in this movie. Yeah, the kid who played Angel in those crappy. Yes. Ben. X-Men.
1: Ben was also
0: in mean Ben yeah. something. Um, Dave Franco is in it. Yes, who I love. So love Dave Franco. Franco. Corey Hawkins. Um, my girl from France her name is Melanie Lolan. Yeah. So apparently it's supposed it's I didn't expect Bay to do a um, Netflix thing, but you know, when you throw money at Michael Bay. He'll take, it. take <laughs> it. Um apparently Netflix's goal for it is to be their new um action franchise. Oh it's gonna be it's gonna be like the Fast and Furious for Netflix, with yeah. Ryan Reynolds being their tempo actor. So I don't so like Brian Reynolds as an actor. I'm just gonna throw that right out there. Why not? He is so annoying. Okay.
1: Annoying.
0: Yes, and that too. Hey, but I works? love Dave Franco, so I'll watch it for Dave Franco. So and the action is on. It looks really good. It looks good. Apparently, they're supposed to be like six thought for spec ops people mm-hmm. who go on and right the world's wrongs. So, um, I... Good. Yeah. Yeah. I think they can do a lot with that.
1: If it becomes their
0: action franchise, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I don't think so. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's producing it? Ryan. Ryan, yeah. Um... One thing that I hated I hated about this trailer was that I felt like they were giving up every action scene that they had They do it in that one trailer. And I'm like, please let me just watch the movie and see it for myself. Like, don't give everything away. Well, but look, knowing Michael May, there are like 20 more action scenes we have not seen. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> It looked like they shot every Bay single one a, in there. Make a head action scene. We went to every single city in that okay. trailer, like. Turn <laughs> <I'm laughs> your head like this. You cut I'm done. Cut. <laughs> right. Uh, and I, I like Michael Bay. Right I like the first Transformers. I don't do. I don't think I had a lot of Michael Bay movie that I could say I like. Like. I think that's just something for you to just like. Like, if you wanted to just turn your brain off and just watch something. He fun. directed Pearl Harbor, right? Uh, oh, I think so. he did. Yeah. Okay. I, then that would be my favorite Michael B. movie. I heard that wasn't received well. I like historical stuff. Like you no, know I mean like just the movie itself, not yeah what it stood for. But you know, the biggest news on the block, well, the second biggest news, will be well, no, is it Spider-Man back with the MCU?
1: Yay! <laughs> Yeah.
0: yeah, they buried the hatchet after like a couple of weeks. So I'm so happy that um, public pressure makes people do things now. Um, I mean, it doesn't always work out, but it worked out this I time. I don't so. think it was public pressure because their first deal always not. Re- I read the first deal only happened because of um the whole Sony email scandal and everybody. That happened years ago. Yeah, that's why the first deal with the whole Marvel. Okay. Happen because Marvel approached them. Apparently, Marvel approached first. Okay. And because of that, their stock goes like, know, do this because public opinion isn't really good for us with all these email leaks. We gotta do something. But you know, it's you know. And what was your point? Well, now the new deal is well, I was countering this. Oh, you public pressure you right? No, I'm asking like, so what was your the counter that they went to them first and then what? Yeah, they went to them first, and Sony was like, no, and then because they didn't do good PR. Yeah, and I'm like, okay. So yeah, I guess you're right in his public pressure. but public pressure. And like apparently Tom Holland was there begging them. Because oh. apparently he has the Uncharted movie. He made it sound like mm-hmm. a <laughs> I mean, that's what... The, I'm not putting it that way. way. I did hear that he did talk to them. Hollywood Reporter kind of put it that way. So. Which is good. Yeah. I mean, it's his role. I feel like if he wanted to defend it, he really is like committed to Marvel like he really is. But so oh. when that whole thing broke, I was like, oh, I don't know how any of them are going to take that, especially him. Yeah. But they they posted cute little, like, stuff on their Instagram talking to like, rejoicing about the fact that they are back with MCU, which I loved. He did the, um, The Wolf of Wall Street, I'm not leaving. <laughs> yes. I told you he's not, he somehow was not playing games. He said, I'm not going anywhere. He I'm not leaving. That. He meant that. I I guess this deal sounds better, because with the original deal, it was, um, Sony paid all the costs, Marvel got 5% of the profits, and also the rights to use Spider-Man in their own films, which is kind of unfair. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm putting up all the money, you get to use Spider-Man in the Avengers and stuff like that, and then also get 5% of my profits, it's kind of unfair. Mm-hmm. This new deal is, like, 25, is putting up 25 for the production budget and get 25% of the profits. So the issue is, though, that next year isn't it? Would it be next year? That would be the only major film outside of um, probably Fast and Furious and Jurassic. It's not coming Park? out next year. What is it coming? It's coming out, out in like... Yeah. Well, outside of those two films, that is the only film in that release year so far that Disney doesn't have his hands in. So that's the. That's the rub. I'm happy. Okay. (laughs) From a business standpoint, I'm not happy though. So. I'm happy. Look, I still think Sony deserves credit for the Spider-Man films. Are they not getting credit? I mean, in the global opinion, everybody's like, "Oh, Marvel X, Y, Z, everything." Look, they've been nine Spider-Man movies, counting Venom. You know, and outside of the ones in MCU, they're all successes. We're gonna. Amazing Spider-Man kind of does have its bad spots, but it has its good moments as well. So they'll I think, be okay. I think it was watch Sony all will do. be fine. Huh? I feel like they all do what have their bad spots, but their yeah. good movies. So Sony will be fine. Sony will be. Hopefully, they'll be fine. They'll it's be still okay. got your TVs and stuff. So yeah, they'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and your speakers they'll and. Be fine. You know. Okay, so I guess we can do some mentions. Uh, James Gunn, Suicide Squad, I think they started production... This, I don't
1: week? Know. this week? This yeah, week? Yeah, someone
0: this week? Yeah. Um, Talk about a bounce back. I mean, this guy was, like, fired, everything was kind of done for him, and then he got Suicide Squad, and then he got to get back, on forward the Guardians thing. The cast threatened to quit. <laughs> so, you know... And that's a testament, like, as a director, for your whole cast, you be like, now nah, we're not doing anything else without you. Like, that's you're pretty good for that, and those movies are really good too. They're good. I like them. So, yay! Try to get you know <laughs> he tried to get DC fans and Marvels to hold hands and sing kumbaya over Twitter. It probably won't happen, but I I I agree with where his head is at. Yeah. Because honestly, like people go crazy for these movies and they like tear into each other, and it's like y'all calm down. These are just movies. Like you, you're gonna be fine. Your life is gonna be okay. I mean, I'm a I'm a fan of both Disney and Marvel, though. I understand each property has their own strengths and weaknesses mm-hmm. to which they do stuff. So I, I just want DC to do better because they have really good superheroes. Yeah, so it just feels like they're not putting their all and in effort into making sure they're. Um, my thing with DC is I wish the people who were taking care of their whole direct to video animated people, the people in charge there, kind of had more leeway into the live action stuff because those movies are amazing mm. if you put a dc animated out movie out and put it in the theater i'll probably go watch it so <laughs> so there's that yeah Yeah, so i'll go see it i'll go see it okay um bojack horseman is having their final season on netflix yep and netflix canceled the show that's what really just took me to another place because bojack horseman is so good i can see why it would need to end because like the story was kind of getting a little bit redundant, and
1: mm-hmm. they were, and
0: it was getting more extreme the more they were trying to come up with stuff for him to like encounter and deal with. So okay, I would rather it be on the BoJack and people's, um, I guess, or yeah, to be like okay, we're ending it rather than Netflix, like because everyone watches that show. Well, I don't know, I don't have the numbers, and I don't think anyone has the numbers because Netflix doesn't release their numbers. But whatever, I think it probably is one of their most popular. It's so good. Like, it was just nominated for an Emmy this year. So I don't... Netflix is weird. Like, it just does the most weird, like, the most random things. Like, why? I don't know. Because they don't have to release their ratings, I guess, their viewing system, like, okay, how many users are actually watching this, how many views, how many minutes, and they go, they might aggregate it, like, okay, it's not worth the price to pay an animation team, your voice actors who are also A-list actors, or B-list actors. It's not worth the budget for what we're getting on turn. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. And they had some really good guest stars on there too, voicing guest actors. Aaron Paul. Well, Aaron Paul's a part of the cast yeah. and he's a producer, but I mean they had like Livia Wilde, um, Michael my girlfriend friend, Lisa Kutra. Rami Malik was a voice on that show. So like it's a good show. Like it had it dealt with some really interesting themes. I don't know, I really liked it. So I'm kind of disappointed that Netflix it, but I'm okay because they're doing one part of a season starting in October and then they're going to do another, the last part in like January or something. No, mm-hmm. so there's no time for me to mourn it. <laughs> <laughs> Mourning would re- rewatch all five. Am I going to go back and rewatch all of it? Nah. <laughs> but I do appreciate it for what it is. The Irishman.
1: Yeah.
0: It's three hours. Three hours? Three, three and a half. I think it's three and a half hours I think I've sat through longer movies so. though. I'm trying to remember when I did that, and I can't. I think I did recently this year. I forgot. So the time of the Godfather is it about three hours? No, I haven't sat through the Godfather. Really. Let me be honest with you. I haven't seen the Godfather. No. Any of them? Well, maybe I. No, I did. Didn't watch all of it though, but I did. I and I, I feel like I'm violating a big, like, cinephile and it. guy yeah. movie. Yeah. You have to watch it. That's every guy's favorite <laughs> movie is a Godfather. Except for Jermaine. His is a We know that. Thank you. <laughs> everyone's thing is so good. I can't wait to see it. And can I just say again, I'm so happy that all of these things are being released on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Which means I don't have to go out and see them in theaters. And I'm really just saying that because I feel like most of these movies, or some of them, you would have to go to like an, a special theater to go watch it because it's not—they have like a limited release. In regular theaters. The problem is, which is weird. critics are really weird. Mm-hmm. They're saying this movie's too good to be on Netflix. Like that's stupid. Like, like I don't like that's critics. That's actually the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like for the, the sanctity of cinema, this movie has to be a theater. No, no, You know, mm-hmm. they can just piss off. I feel like those are the same people who just are like, oh, why is anything on Netflix? Like, Netflix is a streaming law
1: You can only observe real cinema. and cinemas,
0: and it's just like, shut up.
1: You've got Netflix?
0: <laughs> I'm still shooting film. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> I'm just like, be quiet, okay? This is Beautiful. what's happening now, okay? People. Get on board. I've been saying that forever. And just like, Roma came out on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. the thing is, what apparently one of the reviews said, um, the Irishman and Roma are like are billboards directly at filmmakers, telling them, this is this streaming service you want to make your movie at. And they're saying it's a high cinematic achievement for Netflix and the Irishman. But it was—it's very frictiony because it deserves to be on the big screen, which is. First of all, it is going to be on the big screen. Yeah. That's the first thing, so they can shut up. Who are who are these people from Variety? Variety, I don't care about. Y'all your got videos, what okay? three weeks? Three weeks. Get your popcorn. Pay twenty dollars for a ticket to go watch it. While I, right, three Do weeks later, will watch it for Netflix for eight dollars <laughs> in my drawers by myself <laughs> <In> my <laughs> <laughs> with nobody my <laughs> bothering. There is an image that you didn't but, watch hey, Hey, I wake up in the morning. I don't think I'm the sexiest dude in the world, but hey, that's like, man. I hate these people. They're so obnoxious. I think the most interesting thing about the Irishman was when they were talking about the budget. It was 160 million for the budget. Yeah. They said that's a budget that would bankrupt like movie houses, but Netflix could afford it just because of the way that they do business. Mm -hmm. So they had this huge budget with the a great director and producer to make this excellent movie, and is just changing the way that filmmaking is made. Just from a budget standpoint, mm-hmm. think if you gave Michael Bay hundred and sixty million dollars, what he would do? Spend it on explosives. Exactly. <sighs> so. There would be more. Expl- really? There would probably be an explosive every ten minutes in this movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. They're saying the most expensive part four. This movie was a deaging process. Yeah, because they had to age their whole They couldn't even get young actors. but Why? Come on, you yeah. That's the that's the one thing I'm, that I'm not. I'm of. okay. It depends. I'm okay with the aging thing. If you want that whole, only the only the actors know how they would act in that moment at that age. character. Like you know, it's kind of hard to like I don't cast a younger person. I don't know. I think that. Because they've done it so many times before. Like, if you even look at It, they casted the older versions of the kids just based on the kids. Like, You know what I'm saying? Like, one didn't come first. Like, that didn't come first. Well, But the difference with It is it's an instant jump to them being older. But this movie is a constant progression of the same people. I feel like you can do it if you've got good actors. Like, it's not hard. Because, yeah, your interpretation might be different of, where this person's at in this part of their lives. But then, as you get older, you change. So even if that was the case, mm-hmm. you can still play it differently when you're older because you're in a different place in your life. Would you have felt that way if, like, say, Harry Potter? If they're doing Harry Potter? They decide, hey, Daniel Radcliffe, you're too short now. We're going to chat somebody else. as you older? How would you have felt about that? I feel like they can do it. Honestly, that would be dumb, but... <laughs> I'm just saying. Harry so. Potter. That was, that was a what? bad. That was that bad bad example. example. That's so why I was like, <laughs> that was a bad example. What? <laughs> I just feel like y'all could have just. I mean, the money that you spent on the D aging technology, you could have spent on paying younger actors. Even they didn't even have to be like known. Could have paid them not that much money. I mean, we'll see how it goes. Because. But whatever. I mean, I'm sure it's still gonna be a good movie. It's just that that part is like. Anyway. They have the freedom in the budget, so. We did it. Yeah. What can you say? What can you say? I'm not cool with it. What, That's what, no. what I say. <laughs> but I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll be good. It'll be good. I'm actually excited to say that. I get to pause and take breaks, go to the bathroom, get food, come back and watch the rest oh, of it. Like goodness. I just can't wait. Like. What do you mean? How do you do that? Experience. Wait, you don't prep all your stuff before. Are you talking to me? Yeah. Oh, what? Like, you said you could pause the movie, go get all the stuff. Like, you don't Yeah, like, what if I had to pee at hour, like, 2, like, 2.50? Usually I'd have to just hold it until the movie was over, but now I can actually say, okay, let me pause, let me go to the bathroom, come back, you know? Maybe grab a little snack. I get hungry. You just ruined the whole mood by stopping in the middle of the movie. How did I ruin the whole mood? I don't know, I get distracted easily, too. (laughs) <laughs> so I like that, <laughs> like the fact that I can, can go on my phone for a second and then come back and watch the rest of it. I don't know. Change her mind, maybe. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, Nah, this isn't for me. And watch <laughs> something else if she gets bored with it. <laughs> and watch The Office instead, like, that's <laughs> so something I would. <laughs> I feel like you've done that before. I have. Oh wow. No, I've, I've really been good so when I've really been good I, mean, I just watched the But like. I need you to do better. I but know. so we were once again we're doing some film reviews, um, a bunch that came out. I know the one I watched came out in March. Um, I watched Hotel Mumbai. Oh, by the way, we're not giving away spoilers, and we're not going into incredible detail about the movie. We're oh, just giving the synopsis and how you felt about it. Mine kinda is. Well, mine is based on true events. It's yeah. based on the um October twenty-six mm, nine. 98, 98, 2008 bombing in, um, Mumbai, um, at, I guess, a terrorist cell from Pakistan, decided to just spend three days causing terror throughout the city, but so the movie focuses on a young waiter, played by Dev Patel, mm-hmm. um, and the head chef of the hotel, and their guest today, um, the m- male lead outside of Dev and the head chef is, um, Arnie Hammer, Left- um, and his wife is a British Muslim heiress. Um, and it's, I don't know, I didn't ex like, I know it's a true story, and I feel like there are those Hollywood touches to take a real event and just crank it up to 10 for cinematic purposes, because at one point, the, um, the babysitter is fine with the baby, and they go on a journey to find him. Um, the movie took a twist. I, I thought it would end on a bow and perfect, but it really didn't. The one thing I note in the movie, there's a scene where, um, in the midst of all this chaos going on, there's a scared white woman, and her first instinct is when um, Arnie, Arnie Hammer's wife is making a phone call to her mother, and I think she's speaking Arabic. She gets really shocked and offended. And it's like, you're speaking their language, you're one of the terrorists. And I'm like, wow, that's like the weirdest thing, because you're going to go and start attacking and vilifying somebody who's stuck in the same situation as you are just because she's speaking another language. And then she went on to racially profile um, um, Deb Patel's character, all because he's a sheik. He's a sheik, he wears a turban, has a beard, and she was like, oh, he needs to take off his turban and shave his beard right now. In the midst of a hostage situation because she's scared for her life. So I was really offended and that angered me a lot. Um But all in all, it's an amazing movie. Um I'll give it a 4 out of 5. The, the biggest thing that got me watching this movie is how, especially nowadays, wars are perpetrated by older men who don't have to deal with the psychological brunt of it. Like, even if it's with the U.S. military or even with terrorists, I view, I a, a political opinion I have is one man's soldier is another man's terrorist. And, um, so in this movie, their leader is just calling for the whole time. You know, this is a war, we're fighting, blah, blah, blah. And there are scenes in this movie where these young men are, like, breaking down, like, they're scared to die. Like, this one person only joins to get his family money, and he's shot in the leg, he's crying like he's about to die, he calls his father, saying, father, father, and his father's like, no, they didn't send you the money, they didn't send us the money, and he just hangs with the phone, and just he's just distraught, and near the end of the movie, where the shootout is happening, the rest of the terrorists, they see that their life is about to end, and you see the panic on their, their face, like, I was really gripped by that, so... It's a good movie if you have the time. Go watch it. Alright. Boo racism. (laughs) Uh, The movie that I reviewed is The Lobster. Mm. The Lobster is an A24 film directed by Yorgos Lanthimos. I said that right, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He also directed the Oscar nominated movie The Favorite. Which the favorite looks good. I might check that out this weekend. And I, I say, you guys should check it out too. We're not there yet, but when we get there. <laughs> so, this movie is about a society that doesn't accept single people. So, all of the single people are forced to live in a hotel where they have 45 days to find a romantic partner or face the consequences of being turned into an animal of their choosing. So, I went into this movie, Raw. I didn't see anything. I didn't know anything about it, except there was an A24. Shout out to you guys over there. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, I didn't realize it was supposed to be a comedy. I mean, some things were just kind of, I was like, huh, that's kind of funny. Mm -hmm. But the whole vibe was just kind of sterile to me. Um, The cinematography was excellent. I actually loved how they had, there were, well, the main character was in the woods. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say why he was in the woods. But just seeing like some of the animals walking in the background that weren't supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Like you see like a weird a donkey or an mm-hmm. elephant. I don't think there were any it
1: was an elephant. There wasn't
0: an elephant. No. But it was something <laughs> weird that I saw walk past.
1: An elephant. <laughs> <laughs> a giraffe
0: was in there too. <laughs> they
1: should have they should have put that in there. Yeah.
0: yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> anyway, um, just to rate the movie, it was pretty good. I would... If I were to rate this movie, it was well made. The story was progressive. The cinematography was great. Um, the pacing was pretty excellent. So, Just a cinematic rating, I would give it a four. Me, personally, I'd give it a three. Because the ending pissed me off (laughs) Um, in fact a lot of the whole situation kind of pissed me off so Mm -hmm. I'd probably give it a 3
1: Okay.
0: but other than that it's a pretty good movie I'm not really being wowed by 824 I'm sorry Mm -hmm. wow you got to do something about that I don't know show me some Willem Dafoe in it I like that boy
1: Okay, watch the yeah. yeah,
0: the lighthouse yeah. will satisfy you. The lighthouse, I'll check that out. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I watched a few films, but I mentioned last week, but two of them I'll be talking about today. The first one is Killing of a Sacred Deer. That's all. That's also by Yorgos Lanthimos. I okay. So this movie is about a doctor who um, has a friendship with the younger man and that younger man's father. Is the do- is who the doctor operated on, but he ended up killing him because he was drunk. Yeah, and so um, basically the young man seeks revenge on him and his family.
1: Continue. What? So wait, he got drunk. He got drunk. so
0: yeah. He was drinking, and he obviously you're not supposed to operate on someone while you're intoxicated, and um sorry that's really distracting (laughs) okay um yeah and yeah so the young man seeks revenge on his family and the people so the doctor is made by colin farrell who i honestly didn't think was a good actor until i saw him in the lobster and also in this and i was like oh you're pretty decent like you're actually really good um also (laughs) nicole kidman is in it is in it as well. Nicole Kidman is like one of the best actresses ever. Like she's amazing in everything she does, for sure. So especially Batman Forever. Yeah, definitely that. Um, that. I like Killing of a Sacred Deer more than I like The Lobster just because The Lobster was filmed. I think they filmed it in like Ireland or something. So it was like over very overcast. It was pretty dark and grainy. Like, and this was filmed in America, so it was a lot of lights and or a lot of light, and it was more inviting because most of it's filmed in a home or in the hospital where there's lots of windows, so it just, it kind of opens up the space. And I really responded to that because that's just who I am. But I can't, can I say this? I don't know. Basically, the young man says, hey, you killed my dad, so I'm getting justice for him, and I'm going to do that by making you kill one of your family members. So he has to decide whether he who's he gonna pick is it gonna be the mo- the mom or the two kids or one of the two kids so that's just watching all of that unravel is extremely dark like and there's no pretty ending to it either, so like' <laughs> so it's a contrast from the lobster the lobster's pretty dark too well it's more I think Argos, funny. I think he yeah 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 um there I don't think this movie was nearly as funny. there were some moments that were kind of funny in it, but like other than that, like the things that it, with, like, religion and family and all this other stuff. Like, I really, really liked So I would definitely suggest that movie. And the next movie is You Were Never Really Here with Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. And, <laughs> oh, by the way, the movie looks great. I'm sorry, I didn't rate it. Killing of a Secret Deer, for me, was, like, a 9 out of 10. 8.59, one of those. Um, You're Never Really Here was directed by a woman and it was about this guy who is a, I guess, a hired hand, like a kill man, a hit man? Hit one man. Of those, yeah. One of those things who um, takes out evil kind of guys who are raping and assaulting young women, like underage. So that's what that's about. <laughs> and um, Joaquin is like, I think he's like ex-military or whatever like he's really going through a hard time but that's his job and then stuff goes down the action wasn't great in it and you think if it's a movie about hitman it would be but I think the story was really about Joaquin and his kind of journey to find some type of redemption or light at the end of his tunnel or whatever so the acting obviously by him was fantastic the story was really good the pacing was great the movie was over really quickly I really enjoyed that Everything that needed to happen happened. There was no weight on it. The cinematography was amazing. There's one scene where they're in a river and he's like drowning. It was so beautiful. I couldn't, like, I just couldn't. I never have, I haven't seen like such a beautiful scene. So, so you would say it's more of a character piece of all It was more of a character piece, which okay. makes sense because I think that's Joaquin's thing. Like, he yeah. like he's all about the character studies and blah, blah, blah. So. I give it, like, a solid 8 out of 10. Let's go see it. it really good. All right. All right, all right, all right. That's impression. I think it's time to break it up with our question and answer section. Mm-hmm. Today we only have one question. Mm. And I actually find this pretty easy to answer. <laughs> Maybe because I am a child. So, <laughs> what childish thing do you still do as an adult? Well, you said you had an easy answer to it. I did all the talking, you know. Oh. Oh. Okay. I can answer for you guys. I'll answer. I still watch cartoons. And I candy. I don't isn't that childish anymore. It's childish. Like I don't she think so. I think everyone. Mojack Horseman. That's yeah. not a cartoon for kids. So it's not a cartoon for kids, but, but it's animated. It's animated. It's a cartoon. So definitely not meant yeah. for <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I don't know. Childish thing. I still do. Um, I guess if I'm, I like to bug my parents for fun. That like, your you're right. Um, I guess if I'm home and they're home, I'll still, like, jump into their bed to bother them. Like, if my dad's on the couch, I'll just jump on top of him. Like, too big, man. Get off me. <laughs> and I'm like, nah. So, that's just me. If I, like, have to you a bit within a limit, that means I like you. And I guess that's a childish thing I do. I mean, I guess so. um, <laughs> I, What's the childish thing I do? I drink hot chocolate year-round. Is that childish? Well, Starbucks sells hot chocolate year-round, and they sell, like, three different versions of it. Okay, well then, I don't know. Because, like, I don't know. I feel like that. I just like to be cozy and comfy all the time. I don't know if that's childish. Do you have, like, a teddy bear still? No. I don't have any of those things. Maybe I don't do things that are childish. Do you eat candy? Not that often, like, no. Miss Mature over here. I'm, I'm trying to really think. Like, what's the childish thing to do? I don't know. I don't know. I watch, like, the old Disney movies. Is that childish? Yeah. I like watching those. Like, I saw Pocahontas on Hulu and I got so excited. So I think that's kind of childish because, like, who's watching those movies? So I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't have an answer, okay. I mean did just remake yes, Lion King and working on the Little Mermaid. Oh, I have a perfect idea for a Pokess remake, but it's not gonna be like a shot for shot remake just, like The real version? It would be the real version. Mm-hmm. So she'd be twelve? No. But she was twelve. Not her still in America, her mm-hmm. when she goes to I'm trying to wake people up, Dale. She was 12, so. When she goes to Europe. When she goes to London, when she moves there. So you'd remake Pocahontas too. Yes. <laughs> I would remake that joint. That joint was so good. Like, the stuff that they talked about, I was like, yeah, these are really solid points. Like, I'm glad that you guys are talking about this. Pocahontas Yes, Pocahontas 2. I've it's never seen it. it. I just know wait, about Is that it. what it's called? I don't know what it's called. Hold on. I've like, never seen it, but I know there's a Pocahontas 2. Wait, why are you. I'm not against it, I've just never seen it. Like, every... I haven't... The only... Yeah, Journey to a New World. That was the awesome, James. I should watch that. Because only, that's my recommendation. Right I, I think the only Disney animated sequels I've seen from that era are, like, all the Beauty and the Beast ones. And all the Aladdin ones. Beauty and the Beast? I have two sisters. Hold on. They made more than one Disney Yeah. There's, like, the Beauty and the Beast of Christmas with... Oh! You know those deep I, I did not even know those I ones. have... That's, like, the ones, like, growing up, one. Every Christmas. I like the rest of Oh my god. So, yeah. I've you know, seen all the Oh Aladdin my ones. goodness. Alright, well. So now you got stuff to watch now while yeah. you're Pokemon. I'm not too? watching No. I, really? I, I refuse to watch that. I so, do I never really did. You know, there was Lion King One and a Half. So oh, okay. I watched. Okay, yeah. So those are the sequels that I watched. I watched on, One I and a Half. I haven't seen it And enough. I watched Two. One and a Half was awesome. Um, So. Yeah. Jermaine. Is it just cartoons? I think so. You think so? Okay. I don't bug my parents. I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, I don't really eat candy either. Mm-hmm. I was just stretching. I was trying to find something. <laughs> so, I'm a childish one in the group. Yay. Mm-hmm. Okay, time for a weekend recommendation. So, Mines is a politician. It's a show from Ryan Murphy. Play and American Horror Story and blah blah. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I I don't recommend this. The, I thought I would. How I'm is good. it your recommendation? Okay, so the- like I put this down when I was half through the season. Now that I'm done with the season, I'm not recommending it anymore. Mm. Watch it if you want to. I'll so, say that. So she recommends the first half, not the second. half. Yeah, it's it looks beautiful. It's like Wes Anderson made the O.C. Like, that's how good it was. You said the O.C., and I'm not...
1: Well, because there's a team. There's
0: is... a team it's, it's based in high school, so there's a teen element to it. But none of the teens act like teenagers, so I am i don't know if that'll make a difference to you, but... it's That's the movie where they're... That's the show where they're um. They're running for elections. They're running for school... For, oh, okay, Glenn ben class is running for... school. By, um, student body president. Mm-hmm. But they treat it so seriously, like if he's actually running for president, like of the United States of America. That's how seriously they treat this joint. And then his opponent is a girl called Astrid, who's played by Rami Malik's girlfriend, Lucy Boynton. That's the only reason I know who she is. But he has a girlfriend? Yeah, she's she. You watched Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah. She's his girl in the movie too. Oh. That's so cool. they like met on the movie and they started dating really. In yeah. fact, he flew another way. And her American accent is not good, so <laughs> it's fine. It's just it's just inconsistent. Howdy, partner. You can hear, Well, honestly, if you don't if you don't have the ear for like English accents or whatever, it won't be that big of a deal to you. But like, if you're used to hearing that in your ear, it's gonna be like, okay, girl, like I know, like stop slipping, just come back, okay. The character development sucks, and the characters suck too. Mm-hmm. So. That might be in the dialogue, it's kind of cringe at points, but it looks beautiful. So, Ooh. there you go.
1: When I first heard
0: about it, I was getting, um, not American Beauty. What's that movie where, um, action election? Oh, Pre- dang, where, um, the girl from, um, yeah, Legally Blonde. Yes, I just said that. I said election. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I didn't hear you. But yeah, I got vibes from that based on it. It's basically that. But okay. a but show. Cranked up. How do you have a show and not have good character development? That's the point. You have time to develop your characters. Explain it to me. Okay. I'm good. Sound angry. I am angry. I was thinking about that this morning. I was like... You waste a time watching this show. Right. Because I was expecting people to Get somewhere, and not at all. Like not at all, not yeah. at all. Anyway, yeah. Dale. I gave my rec- oh my no. recommendation. I'm sorry. Movie. My recommendation for the weekend is um Snatch, not the movie, but the TV show. Oh. Um, it's I think executive produced by River Grant. He's one of the producers, and he also acts in it. Um, if you've seen the original movie snatched by Guy Ritchie is kind of a spin-off based on that, taking those elements. It's really good. The first season takes a while to get into. It has your guy from Gotham Gossip Girl, Chuck. Yay, Ed
1: Westwick, Love yeah, him. Yeah, he
0: plays the main villain in the first four episodes. He's a John again. I mean, yeah. he's playing a, he plays a Cuban gangster in the show. How does that work? It didn't work. That's why I said it. Okay. <laughs> That's why I said it. First, the first four episodes, the first couple of episodes of the season take a lot to be But once you get past that point, it it's a good show. So yeah. How long is the show? It's done in second season. they I think they're shooting their third season, I'm not sure. Their third season is supposed to come out in twenty twenty. So Is it like thirty minutes long or an no? hour? The show? Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, I, would, I would think it's close to 30. Okay, okay. 30 minutes, an episodes. Mm-hmm. Got any recommendations, Jermaine? Yeah, mine's a cop-out, though. <laughs> Y'all got to be sick. What is it? The Joker comes out this weekend. Go see it tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thursday, the 2nd of October. I mean, the 3rd of October. The 3rd? Mm-hmm. I'm just ahead of time, man. In the future, we are going to be reviewing the Joker next week, so getting excited for that. We'll try to be as brief and unspoiler-ish as possible. No, we're going to be super spoiler. Yeah. Well, we can do half of it spoiler-free, and then spoiler-free. if there's if where well, we're going to start with the spoilers, we'll tell you guys to cover your ears yeah. or skip through. We further will on the you, podcast. Give you the time code. <laughs> <laughs> Just skip. Shout out To fuck you. That's that's such a black name. Like every so time his, I hear he it. This was such a nightmare to work with. Uh, no offense, but he, he, he a little too intense. Apparently, a video leaked of him spazzing out on the set. Yeah, of Joker. It was, they showed it on Jimmy Kimmel. Actually, oh, I didn't see it. Bro. I saw that today. Yeah. He was like, "Just shut up. I need a moment. I'm trying to find something." I was like, "Ew." <laughs> He, that's so unpleasant. Like, just imagine having to deal with that day in and day out. And he was like, "No, I had a really great time making the movie." And I'm like, "You seem like a nightmare." So. <laughs> or, or <laughs> no, <laughs> like, what the, my my thing is, it's a stuff the director saying, like you can't be funny in this new era, blah 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 blah. And Tiger Wattidy like retweeted, was like this guy's funny." And Tiger has George Rabbit coming out where he plays Hitler, and that movie looks hilarious. So. Yeah, maybe he hasn't found a way to be unoffensive inoffensive and still be funny. Like, I feel like Todd Phillips has like just has offensive brat boy humor. Yeah. And he doesn't that's know that's
1: how not That's anymore. not a
0: anymore. You know no. what I'm saying? So that's a
1: whole different. So way. yeah. But.
0: I'm a washer joker though. Yeah. I just wouldn't want to work with that though. Joaquin or Todd? Joaquin. a great actor though. Okay, cool. So mm-hmm
1: you want to cover anything
0: else? Nope. Well, well, wow. All right. Did you want to cover something?
1: Okay, great. I have a
0: question for Jermaine. What's that, Bill? If you could shoot Rush Hour 4, what would the story be? What would the plot be? Like? What would make Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker come together again? Su Young would be the head of the consulate now. Okay. And, she's, and she and her chief advisors would be Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. But they're old now. <laughs> so they have to train the new up-and-coming kung fu stars to take their place. So who, who do you cast as their replacements, as their heir parents? I don't know. I have to do some research about that. <laughs> I just want I don't know why I just want to like, <laughs> ask that question um <laughs> so. you went you got to talk about how you want to remake *Pocahontas* too. so let him let him go like so the Jackie Chan like, there's got to be somebody for him. and then the other part <laughs> I think maybe that guy who got fired from SNL Shane black guy which black guy? You mean Jay Farrell? Yes. He quit. He was like, oh, he ooh, got fired. He quit, like, yeah.
1: <laughs> he
0: quit, but he disappeared. Who's all unsafe? Jotham's talking about it. Insane. Jay Farrell. He might work. Well, that's all we have for <laughs> this week. Again, follow And stay tuned for next episode of The Joker. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. 2019. Watch the series. Watch the series, but it's fun. It's okay. Bye. <laughs> stay safe out there.